used to want daddy with my dad. They don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Either way. Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. I am here determined to stop this future atrocity. It's just not a natural thing we would do in our society. You don't see that. Yes. Two things that have only never let me down in this entire country's history. The First Amendment and Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Let me tell you, the one that matters is me. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. It's becoming more and more clear to me, Marshall, that Michelangelo's high day theory about Jack's absence yesterday is is gaining some steam. Uh, you think uh, you think it was intake of pie that perhaps brought him down? I do believe so. Uh, I do believe so. I've been checking his dishwasher yes. during the moments that have just passed, and sure enough, there are a number of pie forks stained with various fruits, <laughs> jellies, and fillings. Oh boy, nothing stains a plate quite like a pie. The theory being, uh, Jack has just joined us. Uh, you weren't here yesterday because you ate too much pie on National Pie Day. I didn't know it was National Pie Day. Ha! Oh, the denial! Uh, oh. ah. Nice. Plausible denial. Nice. Robert Mueller yes. wants to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I thought as I was coming up the elevator? I should not have come to work today. Oh, boy. So I hope I don't make anybody sick. What do you have? Hanson's high-fiving himself because he told me yesterday, don't come to work. Uh-huh. Everybody said that. Yes. I don't know what I have, but I don't feel good. Nobody wants to listen to the radio of a sick person anyway, so I won't complain about it. Um, oh, is it really cold in here? I'm really hot. That's a, I have both the, of those going at the same oh, time. Oh, for God's sake. Geez. Would you get out, please? Yes. Let's go home right now. Yeah. You know, God, why did I do this? I laid in bed this morning. I was laying in bed this morning, and I thought, I do not feel good. And I thought, I got to go. I can't miss two days in a row. And I thought, you know what? You're just lazy is what your problem is. I You're see. You're just lazy. Puritan ethic. It's mindset. Yes. Yeah. And then as I was coming up the elevator, I thought, I really, really don't feel good. <sighs> you make a quick list of what you've touched since you got to the <laughs> exactly. facilities today. Other than our hearts, Jack. Yeah. And I'm so sweaty, yet so freezing oh, cold. Geez. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Just get, get one masks. Of a- <laughs> masks. Either you nice or get the hell out of here. Masks. I'm sorry. Can I say like two things, then I'll turn around and go back home? <laughs> go right ahead. Of course. Yes. Just I, say them that way. Since yes. I drove all the way here. <laughs> right. I, I'll keep my hands in my pockets. All right. Um, and the other one is hailing a taxi cab. <laughs> Sorry. So I followed a little news last night, a little bit before I went back to bed. And uh, I, I watch an MSNBC show and a Fox show every single night, like at least one, yeah. to get both sides. And you really have to now. So I'm watching, uh, I watch Fox first, and Fox is, oh my God, the FBI is completely corrupt. This is one of the greatest crises in U.S. history. And like the whole show's dedicated to it. And I thought, wow. Mm. And I flip over and I watch my MSNBC shows, and they don't even mention that it's happening at all. Right. 
It yeah. didn't even happen at all. So I don't know which it is, but I'll tell you, it's really interesting that we're at a point where where one side of the media can can think we're at a serious constitutional crisis, like one of the biggest problems we've ever had in our country's history. And for another half of the country, it doesn't this doesn't even exist. Yeah, I will tell you, the Hill, the uh, you know official newspaper of the Capitol, more or less, is on it and talking about it. Joe Scarborough um, just referred to it as tinfoil hat Harry Potter conspiracy theories. Wow, that's the uh, uh, secret society FBI text thing. So, mm. well, that's but that's the words of the people texting. Yeah. Well, I'll listen to you on the radio. Oh, well, that's. Uh, Can you close the door, Michael? Yeah, Try uh, play the door close. Thanks you. for listening. Here, open the door for him. Uh, wait, he touched that. No, yeah. he didn't touch the inside oh, all right. knob. All right, here. How do you go through doors, okay, we, ladies right. and gentlemen? Starve a fever, feed a cold, yeah. or something. Yeah. Feed your dog. Starve the rats. <laughs> getting the same sentiment of an NBA player getting ejected on a visitor's floor. Yeah, wow. no kidding. <laughs> I just hurled my soft drink cup at him. <laughs> to the showers with you. Uh, oh boy, especially literate tackling there. I just been dealing with this our entire career. I respect the spirit. Yeah, me too. But yeah, tried to communicate to him. Not only every single person you work with, and every single person they work with, but every spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, son, daughter, and an uncle of the people you work with want you to stay home. No, I gotta come in. I gotta come in, because... Because I'm the guy who always comes in, which, again, is admirable as hell. It's admirable on its face. Unless the effing flu is ravaging the western United States. And I'm very fragile. Sean was bragging earlier that he has an immune system that can beat back all bugs, including well, the tiny flu virus. Yeah, okay. right? I, I've, I've yeah. spent my lifetime crafting such a defense mechanism. Yep. I'll mention that at your funeral and chuckle sadly <laughs> that you'd said that when the flu gets you. You know, they think that uh, there, there's nothing really that uh, stands in the way of a uh, of like a giant black plague pandemic yep. right now, except luck, because there are bugs uh, ooching around yep. that are so incredibly powerful and, and so immune to all our antibiotics, just a question of them getting loose in the right way and. But anyway, why would you spend your time contemplating that? Well, because, you know, Typhoid Mary insisted on coming yes, into work. Indeed. I say we change the topic. Let's say hello to everybody on the squad. Uh, here we are in Studio C, blah, blah, blah. Michelangelo is pressing the buttons, pulling the toggles, the levers. Hey, Michael. Hey, I got my dryer vent cleaned yesterday. I know that's not really that exciting. I didn't know you had to do it. Right. And so, now I don't mean the vent on the machine, but the actual pipe to the house. Right, I the found hose. It, yeah. yeah. So I was wondering, for, you know, why the dryer wasn't working, and at one point I had like white steam coming out of the dryer and Whoa, overheated, that, that, and yeah, so it turns out there was up. a bunch of water in the pipe because oh there was so much lint. I guess this was like twelve years worth. Yeah, and you're supposed to do it every year. So. Yeah, no, it catches fire too. Yeah, I, I found this out the hard way. Well, I mean, no, no, you, no fire, you didn't but, find it out the hard way. The hard way is when the fire engines are outside and say it looks like it's starting to. Look Within the dryer vent. Did so, you ever clean it? You know what's funny, Michael, is, um, you know, and it's, I had a great relationship with my dad and everything, and still do, um, thank God, but uh, just some of the realities of life, shouldn't there be like a two-page checklist? 
you got to change your oil in your car. Here's how that works, briefly. Like two sentences. You know, every every 5,000 miles in most cars, go on down to the, uh, what do you call it, lube, you'll be fine. Yep. Uh, one of y'all ought to advertise on the Armstrong and Getty show, by the way. One of you lube shops, we'll do your ad. Everybody here at All Around America. Anyway. Uh, and and you got to clean your dryer vent. I didn't know yeah. that till ours got horrendously clogged up at some point when I was in my 20s. Yeah, the worst part was the guy who's pulling all this stuff out. He's looking at me like, you idiot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, How often are you supposed to do? Oh, about once a year. I'm just, I just kind of look down. You okay. had a guy do it? Oh, because you didn't know why your your dryer was so funky. Right. right. Okay, right. fair enough. Right. Yeah, next time you'll know. Okay. Yeah, no, I know. So that's a little uh, life hack for everybody it, it listening. Was. Yeah. yeah, it's a lesson uh, for me. Positive Sean, his smile lights up the room. What's up? Hey, I have discovered a, a potential uh, bottleneck in the, in the cord cutting. I'm really kind of contemplating the cord cutting, uh, getting rid yeah, of the cable too. package. Um, I have the, the Hulus and the Netflixes, and I, I got the HBO. You know, I got my different packages that I like that allow me to watch the things that I want to watch. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I use to watch, if I'm not using cable, is my PlayStation. But yesterday, the, the whole PlayStation network, quote-unquote, the thing that they use to kind of be online and do the things they need to do, was down for like, you know, depending on which article I was looking at, 18 to 20 hours. That seems inc- that seems crazy. I, it's not something I considered. Right. I don't know if that's different than like a cable just being out mm. for an afternoon or something like that, which doesn't happen much. No, but it is a, it is something that I had not entered into the equation, so I need to I need to reevaluate. Interesting. Yeah, let's talk about that. Somebody make a note of that. I want to talk about the cord cutting in a little bit. Marshall Phillips, our esteemed newsman. Marshall, what's up? Well, my friends, we are indeed moving into a new age. I will announce I have replaced my human financial advisor for Super Bowl investment guidance. Really? I went and asked Amazon's Alexa for her (laughs) pick in the upcoming contest. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles, because of their relentless defense and the momentum they've been riding off their underdog status. There you go! I'm putting it all down on the Eagles. Depending on how this goes, Alexa may be my go-to sporting investment uh, guidance counselor in the future. Well, certainly, if she's one-for-one, that's proof that she's uh, infallible. That's as good an analysis as you'll get on most uh, sports talk shows there. True that. Yes. Yeah, you know, it's I'm 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 impressed. The computer voice thing mm-hmm. is getting better and better. I uh, I have a you know I plug my my iPhone into my car and they talk to each other now. It's right. very exciting. Wow, I can do various stuff through my dashboard on my phone. Do they talk yeah. like you're not even in the room? <laughs> yeah, they talk Sometimes <laughs> uh, it's called I think it's called Apple CarPlay. But okay. anyway, um, I'll like I can dictate a text to somebody. Like, for instance, Jack, for the love of all that is holy, stay the F away from all of us. You know? Right. And it will right. have human inflections. Or, or, really? If I'd say, Jack, for love of all that is holy, stay the F away from us, period. Thanks, period. It will read it back to me. Your message to Jack says, for the love of all that is good and holy, stay the F away from us, period. Thanks. And it'll say thanks like that. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> and somebody would say, thanks. Yeah, it's really improving. Yeah, combine that with the Japanese love dolls, and we're square into disturbing weirdo. Oh, we stop reproducing, and the dinosaurs take back over territory. So, all right, a lot of good stuff to talk about. Jack has set the table with his insightful observation about the divisions in America's media. We can all start breathing again now that he's left. Yes, I find myself wondering how's mailbag. Mailbag is quite good. It. Uh, I'm debating whether to do a certain thing. It's uh-huh. it's it's rather 
it's extended and detailed criticism of one of the beloved team. Oh, go for I it. I don't know. <laughs> Michael. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> All right, I'll think about that. Mailbag's actually really good. Stay tuned. We've got a ton of good stuff for you today on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The voice of the West. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Thanks for tuning in. How you doing? Ian Bremmer is going to join us at 7 o'clock. A little after 7, you know how it is, after the news. He's the president founder of Eurasia Group. They're, uh, he's not actually in Davos, but he's uh, more than aware of what goes on there and the sort of things they do and talk about. And I'm kind of curious about it. Uh, and, uh, you know, the whole America first thing, and, and, and I don't know. So we'll ask Ian Bremmer. He, he, he's, you know, it's his job. He's one of the smartest guys around. It's his job to figure out what's going on around the world and what it means and in a nonpartisan way, in a way to advise his clients. So he's a good chat. He's a good follow on Twitter, too. He's a very funny guy, if you've uh, not experienced that. Mailbag. You know, so the it's funny. Uh, uh, the various fellows came to me during the commercial break and said, hey, if the... Uh, if the criticism is about me, go ahead. I don't care, which is great. That's exactly the spirit. So, I just, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to hold off on mailbag proper. For another segment till after the news, and we're going to do this instead. <clears throat> All right. Positive Sean came to me specifically during the commercials and said, "I don't care. Turn it loose." All right, Michael, turn off the ridiculous mailbag music. Um, dear Jack and Joe writes, "Oh, is that really your name? That's a cool name, India. I wish my name was India, or would that make me sound like a chick? Because I don't want nobody thinking I'm a chick, huh?" I wish my name was Montana. <laughs> Montana Manly. What was that? Dick Army. Best name ever. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so, uh, let's see. India writes, and again, this is, a, this is a, a womanly creature. Dear Jack and Joe, I want to once again encourage more frequent use of the Sean Gong. Um... Below, I have provided you a contrast between the beloved, hilarious, irreplaceable Michelangelo and Sean. I'm going to explain to you why I'm doing this, because I've thought about this. Because I love you, Sean. I do. I think you're a great guy. appreciate your contributions to the show. And it used to drive me crazy, your speech patterns. But then I realized, here's this guy I really like. It's the way his brain works. You know, my brain's a little kooky, too, just in different ways. And so I thought, okay, so this is a coaching session. This is a valuable, this this may change your career. I'm listening. It's a coaching section. The date yesterday, topic Megyn Kelly. I asked, what's going on with this whole feud with Jane Fonda? (laughs) 
And why is why is Megyn Kelly making such a big deal of it? Uh, because one of the quirks in my brain is sometimes I miss the obvious. Michael, gem of the Armstrong and Getty Show, National Treasure, this is an actual transcript, says, quote, I'll tell you what's going on. You're talking about her show. I think they just needed headlines. The show is dying. Total word count, 21. Valuable information added score, 10 out of 10, according to India's scale. Positive Sean owns 17 cats, has personal gong assigned to him. It's not 17 living cats. He has 12 cats in a full freezer because he can't bear to part with them. Okay? Again, that's not a bad thing. That's a loving thing. Taxidermy is expensive. Right. Positive Sean, and I quote, this is a transcript. That's interesting. It was from the, you know, viral folder. It was certainly one of the show's more viral moments that kind of, you know, bled into a lot of different areas of social media and conversations that she was not occupying before. And that is becoming increasingly an important thing for media companies. And, you know, regardless if it's movies, TVs, you know, newspapers, they want this kind of cross-platform presence on a lot of different things. So I can see that being, uh, that's believable. I hadn't thought about that, but that's believable. Total word count, 96. Way too many you knows. (laughs) And kind ofs. There are a lot of those, too. Valuable information added score, negative infinity. (laughs) Wait a minute. Your scale seems to be... (laughs) I'm not sure we can trust the neutrality of the judge. Negative infinity. God, that is so eight-year-old, isn't it? <laughs> I tell you what, India, uh, the effort. And then she edits what you could have said into, that's interesting. It was one of the show's more viral moments. Although, I will point out this, my cynical, cynical friend. Well, he also could have said nothing. Please, for the sake of your listener sanity, keep a gong mallet in your hands at all time and use it without hesitation. KGTS, keep gonging that, Sean. Um, I will point out that the observation, though it was needlessly wordy, that media companies are desperate for that multi-platform thing, as opposed to Michael's point, which was purely about TV ratings, I say not negative infinity, but a solid 78 Ma'am, madam. I would like to state, just for the record, uh-oh, that, grab me, hand me the mallet. That I was the one who provided the Sean Gong for the show. Oh, I recognized oh. my own shortcomings, and I could not be trusted to censor or cut off myself. Therefore, I presented <laughs> to the show the responsibility to preemptively interrupt me this is in a charming and entertaining way this is the sort of thing the pope is going to mention when you get sainthood it's a beautiful thing reasoning logic positive one infinity (laughs) plus one oh my god right anytime india thank you very much (laughs) (laughs) again pithy michael Well, well played local black lives matter chapter shuts down a yoga class as the social justice warrior movement forges new ground in stupidity just it's, it's they're exploring pluto in terms of stupidity in the social justice warrior movement and uh, mailbag proper after this coaching session we got oh marshall's news is next i have my own coffee study for marshall i'll tell you about it next armstrong and getty show
Thank you for joining us on the Armstrong and Getty Show. We need to get right into the news, Marshall, because I, I I'm not. Yes. Well, you may have this. You may have seen this. Um, the, the latest coffee study. I have a coffee study. CSBS coffee sudden bleeding syndrome. Oh no, I don't have the yeah. sudden bleeding syndrome. Yeah, seriously. I, I think we that trumps mine. Wow. Right, okay. Take well, sip of tea. The uh, <laughs> the uh, the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, they're closing in. President Trump could be interviewed soon in Special Counsel Robert Mueller's they're closing Russia in. What did, investigation. Whoa, 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 No, they're no. circling around. No, no, they're just going through a list. Closing in implies the presence or growing president presence of evidence and suspicion. Marshall, I'll not have your liberal bias. Washington Post reporting Mueller's team is looking to question Trump on his decision to fire former FBI Director James Comey. Donald Trump, the hotel guy? Why do they want to talk to him? <laughs> and the departure of former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. Conditions to interview Mr. Trump could be laid out as early as next week. That is the way most the media is reporting the story. Meanwhile, you know, uh, the Washington Post is reporting that Trump asked Andrew McCabe, the, yes. uh, uh, the deputy, was he, director yeah. of the FBI? Who'd you vote for? <laughs> yeah. That's such a Trumpy thing to do. Well, after he fired Comey, he calls right. him into his office and yeah. uh, said, uh, all right, uh, who, uh, who'd you vote for in the last election? McCabe said, I don't vote yeah, at all. Yeah, Not yeah, at all. Yeah. Didn't vote. Right. The report uh, said McCabe found the conversation with Trump disturbing. Well, it's uh, it's different than he's used to. Well, we got a deal falling That was up. the point, Marshall. We're drained in the swamp. We got a deal falling apart. Top Senate Democrat Chuck Schumer offered $25 billion for President Trump's border wall in that last-ditch effort to head off the government shutdown. But after coming under scalding criticism from his party's liberal base, he rescinded the offer. The turnaround coming as lawmakers still scramble to make a deal to protect more than 700,000 young immigrants from getting deported. Schumer, though, spun the reversal this way. He was telling reporters he offered to put wall funding on the table as part of a DACA package and said he was under the impression that Trump was on board. Uh, he didn't do that. So we're going to have to uh, start uh, on a new basis and uh, the wall offers off the table. So, oh, there you go. I'd off like the to, table. I'd like to congratulate uh, Chuck Schumer for a new level of disingenuousness as everybody's in favor of figuring out the DACA thing and Granting right. the kid, the, the former kids, path to citizenship. Right. Everybody. And I'd also like to congratulate the good folks at the National Progressive Radio, NPR, for reaching new levels of disingenuousness. The headline this morning was, the government shutdown ended when Republicans agreed to consider reforming DACA. Which is, <laughs> nice job. Nice job. You are now officially partisan hacks. Please. Meanwhile, Trump jumping in, uh, ripping Schumer for pulling his support of the border wall. Trump tweeting, crying. Chuck Schumer fully understands, especially after his humiliating defeat, that if there is no wall, there is no DACA. We must have safety and security together with a strong military for our great people. Well, it's official now. Crying Chuck Chuck Schumer. That's the headline there. An official nickname granted by the POTUS. We had two 15-year-old students killed, 17 others injured when a classmate opened fire at a high school in rural Kentucky. People in rural Benton voicing their anger, their surprise, and their resignation. You never think it's going to happen here, but yet we're almost jaded because there are so many. You're not all that surprised anymore. 
New York Times reporting that school shooting in Kentucky is the nation's 11th of the year, and it's only January. Stupid angry coward decides his problems are so much greater than other people's problems, he gets to kill people. Great. Now we get a new survey of a couple thousand U.S. adults that found 30% say they can't eat without their cell phones, and that is making them fat. The study, commissioned by Nutrisystem, also found 72% admitted to watching TV while they're eating. And because they get so distracted by the TV or while on the phone or doing both, they can't believe how quickly they gobble down their food. So the uh, Nutrisystem company notes early research has shown that taking a mindful approach to eating may help you lose weight and consume fewer calories and fat. I find it amazing that a third of Americans say they cannot eat without their cell phones. Well, let's cannot eat. I, I, I prefer well, if I'm eating alone. I really enjoy reading while I eat. Right. I, don't, I don't know that that makes me gobble food any more quickly. You know, in back fact, in, I would think it would slow me down, but I don't know. Back in the day when I was a hardcore nicotine addict, I couldn't eat without smoking. I was during the meal. During the meal. How interesting. Yeah, it was bad news. Was I, it like uh, bite puff, bite puff, bite puff, or it was more like bite, bite puff? Bite, bite, puff. More my of a three-four feel. Yeah, my days were consumed with whatever I did. It was puff, move, puff, eat, move, puff. You know, I mean, it hmm. just—it was constant. Kind of it a was... two-step, kind of an umpa band. Oh yeah, yeah, it was okay. insane. All right, now you say you've got oh, a yeah. coffee, coffee study. sudden bleeding syndrome. They oh. studied one adult man in the United States who reached for a uh, a pod for his Keurig machine this morning, and the foil sliced my finger <laughs> wide open. <laughs> Coffee sudden bleeding syndrome. It was it was terrible too. There was blood on the pod, but I figured, ah, it's my blood, so I wiped it off and, and used it. So. This should be published. Nothing counts so much as blood. That's right, Gene. So you got to be careful while you reach for those damn things. This is science now. Huh? Oh boy, I'll tell you. One last note: Minnesota Public Radio is detailing the sexual misconduct allegations that led to the firing of the longtime host and humorist Garrison Keillor. MPR's president revealed he was fired after a former colleague came forward with accusations of dozens of sexually inappropriate incidents that happened over a number of years. Mm. The woman's lawyer apparently also provided clips of emails and other messages (laughs) requesting sexual contact and describing sexual acts. You know, we learned a long time ago in this business, you'll get uh, various pieces of news from various sources, and often the story is just amazing, it's shocking, You, you get angry, you can't believe, blah, 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 and that usually is because there's a critical piece of information missing. Mm -hmm. And uh, with Garrison Keillor, you know, the story we got was that he had uh, reached to comfort a woman and her blouse had kind of gone out and he accidentally touched her bare back and that was it. Exactly. Well, it turns out there was a significant amount more um, that was a little bit creepy, I guess. I don't know. You know, I'm not a woman. I've not dealt with it. So, you know, uh, it's at will employment. If you don't want the guy to work there anymore, fine. I'm not going to get... Um, my, my panties, which I do wear because they're silky and delightful. <laughs> I'm not going to get them in a wad, but um, so it was a lot more than we heard originally. Uh, do you want to hear the off-color limerick about a young female employee? He wrote, "This is this is the the the, the kicker. This is the one that got him canned." All right, a beauty who goes to McAllister. Oh, her face, her limbs, her ballast, her. I will point out that this is a very literary limerick. I mean, this is really well crafted. He refers to her hiney as her ballast. 
which is really some pretty good imagery. Mm-hmm. I mean, really well played. If you're going to be a misogynist pig, or not a misogynist, but a, a perv, a sa- you know, you're going to be on the make with right. the young girls right. at the right. office. Right. At least have some class. All right, back to the limerick. A beauty who goes to McAllister, oh, her face, her limbs, her ballast, her tiny blue kilt, and the way she is built could make a petrified phallus stir. <laughs> wow. She, can uh, I can I translate that for for people who ain't as smart as character killer? She's so hot she could give a dead guy a boner. Rolling Stones once sang about something similar, right? She'd make a dead man achieve yes. arousal yes. and then completion. Yes. The words of Mick Jagger, not nearly as literary as the great Garrison Keeler. Oh, well, he's 130 years old, too. Somebody trumps up some sort of fake charge against me and Jack. I'm off. Good. Okay, good. Go to hell, all of you. I'm off. Into the, I'm going to vanish into the woods. Watch the squirrels cavort. I'm done. Good. I don't need the headaches. Tired of working. Moving right along at your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Kick it monk style. Sit around and meditate. All right. Uh, drink good wine. Well, increasingly cheap wine because I won't have an income. Very true. Coming up, Ian Brummer of Eurasia Group and uh, the delayed mailbag is next. It's outstanding. Hang with us. Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The voice of the West. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It's the Armstrong and Getty Show. Thanks for tuning in. We've got a lot of good stuff to come. Ian Bremmer coming up in a couple of minutes. Could Amazon's new headquarters flip the presidential vote in a swing state? Really interesting analysis on that. Black Lives Matter shutting down a yoga class. Why? Astounding levels of, of insanity. Uh, bonus mailbag, Michael. I'm sorry, I should have warned you. We moved mailbag back to do the coaching session for Sean. Probably ought to mention that uh, my esteemed friend and colleague, uh, Mike the Lawyer from Chicagoland, is weighed in on Team Sean. His insight is great, and his one-liners are second only to Michael's. Uh, uh, yeah, the one-liners are fine. It's the paragraphs that need work. <clears throat> Some say novels. Hmm. So uh, I got this email from Initial L that uh, co-worker's birthday is coming around and they're going to put a card and gift on his desk and uh, maybe a cupcake. And I thought, who are you? Why are you sending this to me? And then I saw, because I went through the emails backwards from you know most recent to oldest, and I saw the all, uh, you know, X wishes to recall the email. Send it accidentally, which means you're guaranteed to read the entire thing. Wow, I wonder what, uh, is it crazy? Did they not mean to hit send or what? I got to read it now. And everybody reads it. Uh, But then they sent it again to me. Um, I don't know this person. Uh, Happy birthday to them. Get them a cupcake if you want, but I'm not chipping in. Stop sending me emails about your work. 
The screen time uh, uh, thing with the, the, your, your phone, your smartphone, the addiction, the, uh, the thing where you turn off the colors, you make it black and white, it cuts down on the endorphin rush, and you'll find yourself using it less, and you won't be the, the crack monkey so much. Here's another email from a listener, Cole, who says, I monitor screen time, got some interesting stats. Uh, my kick pickups have declined overall due to grayscale, and he sent along the readout, but I can't comprehend it, but I will take his word that that's what it says. So that's cool. I haven't done it yet. I got to figure out um, how to do it. But of course, you know, if I spent, uh, you know, like 20 seconds with my uncle Google, I think I probably could figure that out. Uh, government shutdown, one win or loss, writes Mark in Concord, uh, who is a uh, AWF2 veteran, AW slash NAC, uh, Afghan war. Mm. North American Conference? Wait a minute, was that North African Campaign? I don't, uh, I'm not sure what that means, Mark, but I'll figure it out. It'll pop into my head. Anyway, thanks for your service and thanks for the note. But he says, Jack made a great point about the historical precedent set during the last shutdown, specifically the 2013 one. I'll uh, depart from the text here of the email and, and remind you that, you know, Ted Cruz was widely lambasted for shutting down the government and being a cowboy and going off on his own. And everybody blamed the Republicans, which is true. And the media and the impl- impression on Capitol Hill was that it was a, a stupid idea. Ted Cruz is an idiot and it would hurt the Republican Party. And everybody still repeats that, even though the midterm was a gigantic, devastating loss for the Democrats and giant win for the Republicans. Now, you know, when you're late in the a term of a, a party one or a president of one party, generally the other party benefits, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, it's not the whole explanation, but um, there is a lot of truth to what Jack was saying. Uh, however, Republicans in their base, writes Mark, want the government to shut down so they win the subsequent elections. I say it will still be the same. CNBC poll blames the Dems and Trump who is at heart a New York Democrat anyway, I say the base rallies again and Republicans gain more margins, especially since the shutdown was over DACA. I agree with Jack's analysis of the analysis, but I think the Dems will not see the same post-shutdown windfall. Uh, this was all said better in my head. I hope my point at least gets across. I uh, love you guys. Love you, Mark. No, you got it across quite beautifully. So it could be, especially given the nature of the topics being argued about, the Republican base will react differently than the Democrat base would where everything flipped around. I don't know, Mark. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, I, I will tell you this, though. There is nearly a universal fatigue on the president's party side and enthusiasm on the other side because they just get tired. Of, we all get tired of presidents. And so it's hard for the president's party to benefit the farther into the term he goes. Um, let's see. Ah, Alvin writes yesterday joe mentioned something about exciting sea creatures not exciting as a uh, a, a a descriptor but the act of exciting them not an adjective but a verb i want to remind you of when jacques cousteau had his tv program about the wonderful world under the sea at one point he was dealing with an octopus or squid or something and the executive producer said could you make this more interesting like could you get it to move and dance So Jacques did just that with some sort of pole. They loved the video footage and asked him, how did you do that? It is simple. I tickled his genitals, replied the great underwater explorer. True recollection, Alvin and Berkeley. I would be uh, shocked if that did not now become a thing on the Internet. 
a nature show, you know, your Steve Irwin type thing or, or whatever. Who's hot now with the nature shows? Jack talks about the uh, there's a kids show. Well, I know the what's the Krat Brothers new feature show? Oh, the uh, the uh, Krat Krat the Krats Krats Wild Ah, Okay, cool. Uh, so Wild Krats or something like that. Except it it generally will they'll tickle the animal's genital <laughs> to see what happens. That will now be a thing because it's been thought of. It will now exist somewhere on the internet. Actually, that sort of thing already exists, doesn't it? People, uh, yeah. You need a link? Yeah. That's against the Bible, by the way. If you're doing that, don't do that. No, I don't need a link. The Bible! Uh, Jeffrey, GF, he always signs off GF. What a great insight this is. Getting ahead of the curve. Hey, guys, you ready to enjoy free advertisement for controversial Super Bowl ads? Right. Year after year. The media either, quote-unquote, falls for it or is complicit in it. Uh, the uh, Doritos ad, so controversial, uh, the Super Bowl won't run it. And then you see it 50 times on the news, online, in emails, on Facebook. For the full version, go to our website. Right. Yeah. Okay. Fool me 54 times. 52. What is this? Super Bowl 52? Fool me 52 times. Shame on me. Uh, let's see. We're running out of time. How much do we have? Time? Oh, that much time. Very little. Here's a claim. Dan P. claims, boys, I don't know if you know this about the iPhone. I'm talking about emergency calls, SOS, 911, doesn't know where you are with your phone, which is scary. You call on your cell phone, they don't know where to find you. You can't talk because you're injured, blah, blah, blah. Says, I'm not 100% familiar with it, but if you tap your lock button on the right side of the iPhone five times, it will pull up an SOS feature that sends out a ping to local law enforcement. I could be wrong, it could be crap, but you ought to give it a try. Let me know what you all find out. That's a good idea. We will try that next hour. Ian Bremmer next on the Armstrong and Getty Show.